0: Welcome to the twelfth episode of A Change of the Chance. My name is Ryan Lowe and it's my goal to educate as many people as possible by interviewing experts who can teach us how to make a difference. I believe that my generation will be the one to drastically change the world for the better and keep it that way. But many adults don't believe in us. Some say we are the generation that has been poisoned by the internet or we are too self-entitled. Many kids find it discouraging to be told no before they are given a chance to try. Or sometimes, kids can be dismissed as not knowing what we are talking about. I have a recent example myself. Or at school, I'm trying to create a more inclusive, alternate pledge than the conventional Pledge of Allegiance we are asked to say weekly. But it took a while for adults to listen to me. I will describe this as youth disempowerment, and it's something that I really don't think is right. Today, we welcome Christian Shaw from Plastic Tides, who has done just the opposite. And I am excited to learn more about how they have encouraged youth to make a difference. Mr. Shaw is the co-founder of Plastic Tides, a nonprofit organization set on inspiring and catalyzing action toward a plastic-free future through adventure, education, and youth empowerment. Plastic Tides does this by having mentors inspire and help kids like me make positive change for our oceans. Hello, Mr. Shaw. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hello, Ryan. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: One of the most amazing feelings is knowing that there are people working for a clean and just world. But that feeling becomes even better for me when I hear about kids my age making change. We now know that Plastic Tides is an organization that believes in youth change making. So let's start with where all of this came from. Mr. Shah, what was the motivation behind starting Plastic Tires? What changes have you made since you founded it?
1: So like yourself, Ryan, uh, from a pretty young age, I, I started to become aware of the issues that we were facing globally, especially around the environment. And, you know, I spent a lot of time in the outdoors and was exposed to the ocean and you know, a lot of really good things as a kid. And so as I got older and progressed through my my educational career through high school and into college, I became more and more concerned with the things that I was learning. And so I ended up actually focusing on sustainability uh, at university. And so I studied sustainability with a business minor and was able to learn a lot more about a lot of different sort of solutions that there are around renewable energy, pollution, um, you know, food systems, sort of these, these big components to overall sustainability. And so one of my classes was an oceanography class. And in that class, I had my eyes opened to the, issue of plastic pollution in the oceans and the existence of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch out in the Pacific Ocean. And so from there I started, the wheels started spinning and I knew that I wanted to do something as a career that combined my passion for the outdoors and adventure and water sports with uh, the environment, sustainability and conservation. And so I actually had an opportunity Uh, to attend a National Geographic Young Explorers grant workshop that came to my university and I pitched an idea uh, during a workshop um, that got a lot of really good positive feedback and I ended up actually applying for that grant and um, we didn't get the grant in the end but uh, it set us on our path to founding Plastic Tides with our first project that was a self-supported So with all of our gear and camping equipment on our boards, a stand-up paddleboard expedition around Bermuda. And Bermuda is an island off the east coast of the United States in the Atlantic Ocean. And we spent 10 days living off of our boards, paddling around the island, and researching plastics uh, with a device that we had created specifically for use behind paddleboards. And we filmed all of this and produced an educational web series. And right after that trip, we went into all these schools in Bermuda and showed our videos and, and spoke to students and, and just got really excited by how excited they got about what we were doing and this different approach that we had to plastic pollution and sustainability. And so that, that's what set us off on our mission at Plastic Tides.
0: I love it how you were the same age as me when you became interested, and now you're running a full, amazing organization. Thanks. Earlier, I mentioned that Plastic Tides works a lot with kids by mentoring them. I researched further and found that the name of this program is the Global Youth Mentoring Program, or GYM for short. Could you please tell us more about GYM and what amazing things you've done with it?
1: Sure. So. The Global Youth Mentor Program is our main focus here at Plastic Tides. And um, from that very first trip, we realized that we had a capacity to inspire youth. And and we got really um, motivated ourselves to continue down that path. And so over the years, we've worked with young people in a a variety of different ways. And we realized that this sort of one-on-one mentorship around specific projects um, have the capability to really improve project outcomes and, and make a big impact. And so a couple of years ago, uh, we took a big step back and refocused the majority of our efforts into um, launching this program. And so we officially launched the program uh, with our first cohort of students last summer in August of 2020. and so far we have uh, 15 students working with eight mentors and they're doing some really amazing projects. You know, everything from uh, using, you know, reclaimed land uh, in a community to create a, a garden and orchard to working with their school to get rid of plastic bottled water and replace it with uh, refillable plastic bottles and an upgraded hydration infrastructure. So. Um, The the program is definitely off to a strong start.
0: I love how you're letting kids have the chance to make change. Thank you so much for helping my generation. Absolutely. On your very well done website, you use the metaphor, choose to live upstream. What exactly does this metaphor mean? And can you tell us how to live upstream?
1: Absolutely. So... Living upstream is is really speaking to our approach to plastic pollution generally in that uh, as much as things like beach cleanups and and that kind of thing are, are really important and valuable for the, the community and they get people involved and, and give people a feeling of um, sort of connection to the issue, uh, that's really not what we want to focus our all of our energy on and so we're looking at solutions and projects that stop the creation of plastic before it even happens and so you know that's replacing plastic with other alternatives and avoiding plastic overall and so in your daily life uh, you know it can mean you know saying no to a straw or plastic bag remembering to bring your water bottle and refill it all these little things that we do uh, on the day to day, but then also our projects with our, our youth leaders are really focused on creating upstream solutions uh, like replacing plastic utensils with a sustainable alternative in your school cafeteria and that impact compounds you know, over the years. And so student projects that we've worked with have offset over 2 million plastic utensils from the waste waste stream to date, and that number is still growing. And so that's what we mean by, by choose to live upstream.
0: We all heard that. I hope that everyone here will choose to live upstream so we can all shape a better future for this Earth together. What do mentors do to help the mentees, and what bonds do you see between them? Would you describe the bond as teacher to student, friend to friend, or something else? How do you match them?
1: Those are a few great questions, and um, I would say that the the relationship is is sort of in between a student teacher relationship and a friend to friend relationship. And so, the idea of the mentorship program is that we're really providing that framework and that support system that allows students to take on a project you know work with their mentor to set project goals timelines um, you know work through through challenges um, or roadblocks that come up and so you know someone a student who's just working on their own on one of these sorts of projects could come up against any number of challenges and get discouraged and and just throw in the towel and, you know, never see it through to completion. And so um, really the mentor is there to just provide that consistent level of support um, and problem solving.
0: Well, this just shows how amazing the gym program is. And I've got to say, I'm very intrigued. Thanks. Three keywords that I found on your website were explore, educate and empower. What have been some examples where your programs have made exploration, education, and empowerment possible? What do you hope to do next? So
1: exploration has always been really at the core of plastic tides and through adventure and storytelling is how we we first approach the plastic pollution problem. And so alongside our global youth mentor program, uh, we are still focused on expeditions and particularly uh, youth led expeditions and, and working with um, underserved communities who potentially wouldn't be exposed to these opportunities, um, you know, as much. And so that's that's one of the ways that we really combine all three of those words together. And so what we hope to see is actually students coming out with us, uh, you know, exploring, you know, experiencing the outdoors and then, you know, in turn becoming interested and motivated in protecting that space uh, and empowered through the support system that we can provide.
0: Well, I'd say that you're doing a pretty good job at exploring, educating, and empowering. Which leads to my next question. For anyone out there who is interested in becoming a mentor or a youth leader, like me, I'm very interested. Could you please tell us how to sign up in detail?
1: So the best way to learn more about all of our opportunities is through our website, PlasticTides.org. And... If you go to PlasticTides.org slash youth directly, that's going to take you right to the gym program homepage where you can learn more about uh, the sort of steps that the program takes you through as well as an application uh, to apply to join the program. And And our application is not stringent by any means. It's um, it's, it shouldn't be uh, something that is uh, it shouldn't be a reason to, to not uh, check out the program. So it's, it's really um, set up so that any student who you know, really has something that they're committed to do uh, can, can benefit from our program.
0: Is there an age range to youth leaders?
1: There is. So uh, we're working with middle and high school students. So ages 12 through 18.
0: Perfect, I fit right in.
1: <laughs> that's great to hear.
0: What have you been most proud of since Plastic Tides founding?
1: Well, now that's a that's a challenging question. However, maybe a couple years ago, I might have answered that question differently and, and pointed to one of our expeditions uh, or some of... our our other exploits. However, now having seen the impact that we've been able to create just through this first cohort, really, really just the proof of concept uh, for this program. uh, I would say that the thing I'm most proud of uh, since founding Plastic Tides is actually the fact that we were able to take us a, a big step back a couple years ago uh at the beginning of 2019 actually so from the time that we really refocused our energy into youth empowerment exclusively um to when we actually to when we were able to launch our first cohort it was over a year and and now we're we're over two years from that point and and yeah, that's the thing I'm most proud of is the fact that we were able to really take this big step back and look at everything we've been doing and say, you know, what, what do we really want to do and do well into the future? And the plastic pollution organizational landscape had changed a lot. There were a lot of new nonprofits and other groups doing things similar to what we had been doing. And so we really wanted to make sure that we were doing something different, unique um and valuable in the space and and so um and I, th- I believe we found that and yeah but it was it was definitely ch- a challenge to really take that step back and and commit to a a new direction
0: and so you're referring to the gym program right
1: i am yes i'm referring to the gym program so i didn't really get into this in too much detail but the gym program has been around officially since we launched the first cohort last summer. Um, But prior to that, we've been working with students, but we'd also been doing a lot of different things, expeditions, working with events, working with brands, and kind of, you know, a little bit all over the place as an organization. Um, And so we've really clarified uh, our mission.
0: Well, I have a question about the gym program. How far has this group gotten in their project?
1: Well, that that differs from student to student. However, a a number of them are are quite far along with their project. Uh, For instance, uh, one of the students who's working uh, to get her school to switch over to uh, refillable aluminum water bottles called path water instead of bottled water is already got the conversation going at the high level with the school and with the partner and is, you know, moving things along to hopefully set it up to actually happen uh, for next year. So um, we've got projects that are as far along as that and projects that are, you know, still sort of in the more early stages. But, um, But yeah, we've definitely seen some students make some some really amazing progress, even despite some of the additional challenges posed by the pandemic.
0: Well, no matter where these kids are, I still find it amazing that my generation is making this difference happen. Last but not least, what message do you have for kids who feel discouraged from making a difference because they haven't been given the green light?
1: I would say that make your own green light because i this generation of young people like yourself are are more switched on and informed than i think ever before and and at a certain point uh you know like you are doing here with your with this with this podcast um you can take things into your own hands uh whether someone gives you the green light or not so i think that's the best thing to do
0: well those words Make your own green light. Simple, concise, yet powerful. Thank you a lot for that.
1: You're welcome, and thanks for everything you're doing, Ryan.
0: Well, Mr. Shaw, thank you so much for joining us today. I learned so much from you, and I hope that soon I'll be able to become a youth leader in the gym program. Well,
1: We'll look forward to that.
0: <laughs> I'll be there soon. Well that's it for a change of the chance episode 12. I hope you learned something and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.